What's up, fam? Welcome back to another edition of I Am Glory Bound, in association with Glory Bound Athletics. And today, today is a very special episode. I know usually we start off with just a one topic and we go from there and we learn about that. But today I got a special surprise. Today we have the actual founder and CEO of Glory Bound Athletics with us. Not only the CEO of Glory Bound Athletics, but the pastor of New Faith Christian Center, Mr. Bobby Patman Jr. How you doing, Bobby? I'm good. What's up? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited to have you on here. That way the guys can think that this whole glory bound thing, they finally realize that this whole glory bound thing isn't made up. There really are other people out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we exist. I, I exist. I'm here in the flesh. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, quick question just to give everybody a, a kind of a backstory. Where did this all begin? I mean, how did you come up with Glory Bound? Um, so, Glory Bound Athletics uh, was really something that God had laid on my heart to do when I actually came back from uh, playing some professional basketball myself and <clears throat> got to play with a team um, out in Fort Collins, Colorado. Tried, you know, what we Traveled the whole world, played some games, stuff like that. So I did that for a few years. Came back home, uh, met my wife, and was able to start a family. I actually was in the school system at the time and was trying to, which most people don't know, was really trying to start a career in the school system uh, with coaching and, and things like that. And so... Um, so when I started coaching, my first year was with middle school girls mm -hmm. and uh, had a team of about 16 and I really just felt, you know, I guess, what's the word, comfortable, you know, right. with that, working with uh, youth and teaching the game. And so I really started to think, like, man, what is it that I have to give to these kids and the story of how I became successful in my sense of success of, through basketball really started back in college and how I was a walk-on to my college team and, and how God really blessed me through that. I really don't think it was because of my talent level. It was just because of the fact that I worked hard, prepared myself for the opportunity that God gave me, was able to walk through it. So... Um, Manual College graduate, five years. My fifth year, I got done. I really didn't know where I was going to work. I didn't know about getting a job. I just knew I liked to still play basketball. And I got an opportunity to go to a uh, showcase camp over in Salt Lake City, Utah, and play a few games in front of a, a few uh, professional scouts or whatever the case may be. And um, I just... At that moment, I remember I was about to get ready to play my first game, and I got was I was just kind of sitting in the gym, nervous. Well, sitting outside the gym, nervous about to go in. And I said, "Well, you know, God kind of prepared me for this moment." You know, when I was younger, I was always wanting to play on some sort of type of professional level, be able to play in front of people, get paid, travel the world, do things like that. And you know, here I was with the opportunity. It brought me back to when I was at Emmanuel. And uh, and just was trying to even make the team. Right. So I walked on there and got onto that team and uh, 
didn't have a scholarship at first. Finally got my scholarship. Um, but all the while, I was just not really happy because I didn't get what I felt like. I should the playing time, whatever it was. You know, then you have people coming to you, oh, man, you're better than such and such and all these other things. And, um, at that point in time, my mom just came to me and while I was all angry and just upset because I may not got what I felt like I wanted, you know, right. that she said, hey, have you thanked God along the way for anything that he's given you? And so that really what was, that was really the first moment that brought me back to, well, all the success that I've had in sports, in basketball, was God-given. So then when I got to, you know, the phase of where I was done with playing basketball, people would come to me and say, hey, man, can you teach me how to play? Can you, you know, can you coach my child? Can you do these things like this? I really felt the responsibility to give them what God gave me. Right. And that was Galatians 6.14. Now, God forbid that I should glory because of that conversation I had with my mom. And when I was, you know, growing and getting more playing time and scoring points or making the team, I didn't even know if I was even going to make the team or anything like that. But she made me focus on the fact that, hey, did you ever give God things? Did you ever keep God in the forefront? Did you ever give him his just due uh, thank you or praise for what he has done for you? And so that scripture, God forbid that I should glory, um, right. really stood out to me. And that's what I felt like I should be able to give to all of the athletes, all of the parents, all of the people that's associated with Glory Bound Athletics. That, hey, you know, it's not about our glorification, it's about his glory. And, uh, all the things in that scripture goes on to talk about, you know, how I've died, I've been crucified to the world, and the world has died to me. And, you know, just as the scripture kind of paraphrasing as it goes, you know, the world tells you success looks a certain way. Uh, but the scriptures will tell you something totally different. So, in a sense, I've died to the world. And what, they, what the world says success looks like. And... What spiritually, what God says through his word, says success is, then that's really what I try to pass on to all the athletes uh, and the parents that come through the organization. So uh, we do that through the programming. I mean, sports just is the vehicle. I mean, hey, we don't care what the sport is. Hey, we'll do water polo. It doesn't matter. It, I mean, it does not matter what the sport is. It's the sport which sells itself will bring a child, a parent, a family, and then we can provide the programming and the resources or whatever it is to that family to make them a better person, uh, then that's what we're going to, you know, that's the that's what we strive for. I always like how you said sports sells itself. It's the, uh, it's the encouragement and it's, you know, the character building, the integrity that uh, we do, you know. Uh, and I've heard, I've heard you've told that story to me before about how, how Gorebound came about. And I always, I really enjoy hearing it, especially the points when you're talking about, you know, when the conversation with your mom and where it's almost where the faith meets the ability. You know, that's that point in your life. Right. Uh, now, have you always been a man of faith? Yes. Grew up in a house that you went to church. Right. And you went to church 
<laughs> regardless of whether you want it to. Uh, and I mean, you stay there all day if it was if it was required. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I, I you know I learned by the time that I got to college that just going to church was something that you can do. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have a relationship and. College is really where, uh, once I left the house, that I really got a relationship with God. I mean, I was saved uh, back, I think, the summer before my high school, uh, before my high school senior year. Okay. And so, uh, but I really feel like I got into a, a deeper relationship, a real relationship with, with God while I was at school because my parents weren't around. I didn't have no, people was dragging I mean, me. Right. I mean, I had to make a choice myself uh, to actually be a part of uh, a participant, really, in my in my family. What I said, I believe. How I said I was going to live my life. Right. So, was there any point in your life where you know you hear hear these stories of people where they have an interaction with God or? You know, God presents himself in your lives. Is there, did that ever happen with you, or you just always knew that God was with you no matter where you went? Well, I mean, I would, I would probably say it was during the time that I played uh, with, with, my, with my team out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, it was with the ambassadors, Harlem ambassadors. And so we would go around and we'd play around the world. And, uh, and while I was out there, you know, not every – person that's in a professional realm or, you know, living out their dream or heck, even at jobs or whatever the case may be, um, are not of the same faith that you are. You right. know what I'm saying? So everybody has their own lifestyle and, and the way that they want to live out their life and, and all those things. But, um, I mean, at that point in time, it just really was kind of a dividing, you know, factor to me, you know, I just, because I could have been any kind of way while I was out there. I mean, I'm making money. You know, I could, you know, do all kind of things, anything that I wanted to do, um, just whatever lifestyle that I chose. And I just always kept coming back to a lifestyle of Christ, you know, and I just never felt comfortable living any kind of way knowing that, that, that God was looking at me. And I was going to have to answer for all the stuff that I did at some point in time, you know, my mom wasn't there, my dad wasn't there, my friends weren't there, people I could just do anything and be any kind of way, but I've always had, you know, just this consciousness about myself that, you know, and, and by no stretch of imagination am I perfect, but, right. uh, I mean, just, I guess just God would never really just kind of leave me alone, and I'm thankful for that now, you know. Because if I was just doing what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it, I probably it would be it would not be it would not be good. So you know, I'm just thankful that God, you know, deals with me right. in the way that He deals with me, and our relationship is real uh, to where I, I have some sort of type of, I guess, uh, checking point. You know, so. Uh, well, I tell you, one of the really cool aspects of Glory Bound that I've found really cool over the years is that you don't have a paid staff. Everybody's pretty much somebody that you've encountered over the time of doing this. 
Right. Uh, and there's more than just me. There's more than just Bobby. There's there's several people in this entity. This is something that doesn't just happen with one individual or two. Uh, it takes a whole community, really. Right. And these are all people that you've encountered over time doing glory bound. Right. right. So it's almost in shape. It's almost to the point of a almost of athletic discipleship kind of thing. You know, I think that's that that that's the one thing that comes to mind. You know, everybody's in it because of the sports, but they're also in it because they're serving others and, and they've been called to do these things. And uh, I think one of the major gifts that you have is being able to find that person's ability and, and kind of plug it in where it needs to go. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just always thankful that, that there's somebody that has a heart to meet a need. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always said this, that, you know, I, don't, I think the thing that God has just called me to is, is leadership in the sense that, Hey, you know, I get to kind of go out and maybe create some sort of type of platform or something that it gives somebody the ability to do the thing that God called them to do, you know, right. and I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see that, <laughs> that I've done something that somebody could come to me and say, Hey, listen, I think I want to, I want to do this, you know? And when they say that, I'm like, Oh man, Hey, I can help you do that. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's go ahead. Let's, let's, let's do it. And so a lot of times, you know, you get this wide eyed view, like people be like, what are you serious? Like, no, no, for real, let's go. And they're like, all right. So what's next? So I don't know, but let's go do it anyway. And so, uh, to, to connect people with their purpose and allow them to be able to do the thing that God has called them to do is to me, the, the biggest reward. And what's amazing to me is that God continues to supply more people, you know, um, with a desire to do something, even if it's down to just giving another kid a ride right. or even buying them some food to eat or whether it's just giving them an encouraging word or allowing them to come to their house and go swim or uh, take kids out to go to a basketball game or, you know, just the, to, to do little things like that. They have a heart to do those things. They're just looking for a place. Right. And so... <clears throat> And that's just not with the kids. I mean, the adults, you know, um, I, I always love when we get to a, a, a practice or whatever and we start talking about grades. I love it when we talk about grades. And I say, okay, hey, who's who's making A's in this class? And you have a kid that's making an A in a, in a math class or a reading class or a social studies class or whatever the case it may be. And then I'll say, what grade are you in? So I'm in such and such grade. We'll say fifth grade. Then I'll say, okay, hey, listen, who's got, who's got math? And in that same grade, but they're making a C. So the other person will be like, oh, well, you know, they're kind of shy, kind of raise their hand right. up, or they're not making as good of a grade as everybody else. And uh, then you turn back to the person that's making the A and say, hey, listen, why are you not helping that other person? Right. Do you even have a desire to even help that? You know, and I think that that's the biggest thing with ministry, and it's even a reflection of salvation. You know, I'm not... I'm I'm cool with being saved, but I'm not cool with you not being saved. I want somebody else to experience this salvation. I want somebody to experience God. I want somebody to experience this relationship with Christ uh, and the lifestyle that goes along with it. Because you know we need we need each other, and discipleship is real. And uh, there's people that have gone before us and. Uh, paved the way for us and they're here to support us and comfort us and so you know we should in turn do the same you know it's funny that you say that i like i know that 
when they refer, when people refer to Glory Bound, they refer to it as athletic organization. But to be honest, if they were to see what really goes on, just kind of a bird's eye view, it's more of a community kind of thing, you know, those helping each other. And if not, then, you know, just kind of building and growing off each other. I think it's really cool. A lot of people don't get to see just that in-the-face view of it. Right. But if you're able to step back and kind of watch, hey, I know this person from Glory Bound. I see them over here helping this person, you know. I think it's really cool to watch. Um, what do you think one of the hardest aspects of all this is? Uh <laughs> Um, there's a lot of hard ass. Well, I, I mean, nonprofit work is is not easy. Right. Nonprofit work is not easy, and uh, you know, people who connect, they connect because they they see the need or they have a heart and uh, to the cause that you kind of trying to present. And when I first started Glory Bound, uh, which are coming up, I mean, it's coming up on about ten years now. Um, there was there was a lady that told that told me she said there's two things that you're always going to be able to kind of get people to rally around and she said one is going to be kids she said, you can get people to rally around kids um, so nonprofit work for kids is always going to be something that is needed and I guess you know profitable in the sense of not always money but you know you're just always going to have resources there and people that are willing to work right. She said the other one is dogs. She said people love animals. So, um, so if this don't work out, we yeah. So we dogs? just, yeah. So we, <laughs> so we just went. We went the we went the kids route. And so, um, and I think that that's the reason why uh, Glory Band has always been around is because of the nonprofit work. I think that more people connect because I mean, I'm telling you, even in this area of Northeast Georgia, you know, in this area of Georgia in itself, and. And even across the nation, I mean, there's some, there are some fabulous basketball trainers. I mean, right. they are awesome. I mean, I, I know that by no stretch of the imagination am I the best. You know, uh, do I have a heart to train for basketball? Yeah. Do I think that uh, what I do is effective? Yeah. Does everybody else may feel that way? Not always. And that's okay. Uh, but one of the things that uh, I know for a fact is that I have a heart. For the community, I know I have a heart for um, things that matter uh, holistically. You know, education, leadership, uh, accountability. Um, you know, working with the food bank, things like that. Those things are serving others. You know, those things are so important. And I don't think that one organization is enough. I think that hey, every person that can jump in on that is important. Mm -hmm. And and you have to continue to show up, and showing up is the biggest thing. Like, don't not show up. I mean, just I mean, don't just say, "Hey, listen, oh, somebody else has got it," and you're not gonna be there. No, be there. Like, if if there's one person, if there's ten people, you be one of the people that's it. And I I just want to make sure that I do my part and show up. You know, I, I think that's funny that you bring that up. Because uh, I know a lot of folks don't know this, but every Sunday evening you have what a, a, a board member meeting, right? And, yeah. And part of that board mem member meeting uh, last week, you were talking about. Man, I remember a time when I would get on these Zoom calls and there wouldn't be nobody else there, right? And uh, you know, showing up to do these events, you know, these uh, works with the kids, and nobody else would show up. You know, drop your kid off and leave. 
and then here you are with 20 kids by yourself, you know? Right. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy just to think about that and to think about all the times that most people would have just said, you know what, forget it. It's not working. It's not. But being able to push through, I know you're not a quitter uh, in a mental sense, and is it part of your faith also not to be a quitter? Right, yeah. I mean, you have to have, I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's really tough skin. I think you just have to have a a, a a very healthy perspective. Right. You know, I think that if you are the type of person that has to have stuff just kind of centered around you mm-hmm. and just, hey, it has to kind of benefit coming your way, mm-hmm. then it's hard to be able to see what God is trying to do. Right. Um. Because I'll be honest with you, I've been, like I said, last meeting we were just talking about this. I've been that crazy guy standing out in front of grocery stores on a Saturday evening and people coming out going, Hey, you got a moment to talk about Jesus Christ? And then just blow you off to a point where you're like, Oh, sorry, I ain't got no spare change. Like, right. that's not even what I asked. <laughs> right, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I, oh, when I started doing this probably about, you know, I think around about 2014, you know, I started to see that at the time that it wasn't really many people doing it, you know, but now, you know, you get to see a lot of the other organizations that have jumped on, you know, and done it in this area. I mean, I could just, you know, name a few of you know, Georgia Generals, Georgia Clips. I could think of uh, uh, Young Buckets that's, you know, coming up. I mean, one of the people that have been a huge blessing to me is uh, Curry Defenders. I mean, uh, with Mike Russell, he's, I mean, he's been huge. Right. Uh, and, and just and just you know working with me and doing things like that, um, I've just I've just been blessed to be a part of things and people and have a perspective that hey listen it's bigger than just okay just what Gloriabound is doing mm-hmm. you know how can Gloriabound help in this whole community you know what I'm saying how can it be a part of something that's bigger than itself. Right. And uh, I feel like when you have a God mission or a God call, then I think that he supplies all those needs. And if you're just looking to yourself or looking to what he can only give you uh, just for just your thing, then you miss out on all the things that God is doing. And I think that he is doing a great work um, in so many other people that by the time that they come here, or they come to Glory Bound, or they come to any other organization. I mean, I can just think of other stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, I serve. I think about the food bank. I think about, you know, local churches that are in the community that ask Glory Bound to come in and just to be of assistance in events that they're doing. You know, awesome. I mean, it's just, and you know, it's if I was to, if I were, which is, I want to say it correctly, to be just Glory Bound focused and not, ministry focused or community focused or character focused or you know just focus on the bigger picture then I, I think that I would be selling uh, a lot of people short that's connected to the program and people that are, that were trying to serve you know I would just try to hoard people just for myself and I don't want to do that I want to do what's best for those uh, for them to be able to be able to grow so I don't feel like I know that I'm in this arena of sports and travel and all this other stuff, but um, I've said this plenty of times. 
That, that is so not the arena that I tried to fall into. But I'm, I'm in it, and I'm going to serve. Uh, but, you know, we're going to be us in it. So right. I, I talk to other organizations and things and say, hey, listen, if there's any way that I can help you, you know, let us know. I mean, it's. And, you know, one of the cool things I really, I really admire about this is that it's not just set up around Bobby Patman. It's not just set up around that. If the good Lord told you, hey, you've done enough, go fishing for a while. Uh, this is something that can go from generation to generation. It can be passed down from oh, yeah. And that's the way to build up a legacy, and that's the way to continue in ministry. You know, uh, when, when, when people develop ministries, a lot of times they get focused on the personal aspect of it, and if something happens to them, something happens to that ministry. Right. Uh, this is something, like I said, as the as people are growing up, like right now, you even have people on the board who's helping who actually played for you before. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we do. This is this is awesome. Yeah, right. that's that's amazing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that, that's an awesome deal with it. Uh, well, I just I, it goes back to, I mean, to Galatians six fourteen. You know, God forbid that I should glory. Right. You know, I mean, it's just it's just. It's cool, and, and and the great part about it is is in what it says, Galatians six fifteen, in that last word or that last little phrase about uh, becoming a new creature, right, or a new creation. I think it says uh, a new creature. But we want people who come into the organization to evolve and become more of what really God has designed them to be. And have an interaction with somebody that's in the organization that makes them become better. Uh, I said this in church, and uh, we had a sermon, and it was talked about how the body is so jointly fit together, and uh, and it works, you know, basically for the purpose, uh, for the same purpose. Uh, but they all have different jobs, and so one one of the things that's amazing, I said this in that sermon was was that when somebody comes in or comes to a church or they come to an organization, they Come and they may not even know who they are. I mean, there's people that have been in the faith, to be honest with you, that are still trying to figure out who they are and what their function is right. and what God created them to do. So it's amazing to be a part of that. Um, I, I held up, I think we it was close to Halloween, so I laid out this skeleton and, right. and I held up the body parts and I said, okay, what is this? And, you know, I held up a hand and everybody said, oh man, that's a hand. Oh yeah, okay, cool. I held up a foot. So, oh man, that's a foot. You know, I held up, you know, the skull. It's oh man, that's the head. You know, and then I held up a body part that was just a piece, and and I keep it, you know, in the pastor study. I keep it at the the um, uh, in the pulpit, one of the two, and I always keep it there to remind me and to remind the people that are in the church that hey, there are people that come into this building, that come into the ministry, and they don't know who they are. We get an opportunity to do programming and things that are in this church within Glory Band, all this stuff that I'm connected with, to be able to help a person find out who they are. And I think in that sermon I was talking about, um, I, don't, I don't know what the what the body part was, but I don't know what is the thing that's connected to your shoulder and oh, the, the collarbone, the collarbone yeah. right? So it was, so it was, it was a collarbone part. And I said, Hey, listen, who knows what this is? Nobody knew what it was. This is just a bone. I said, well, guess what? This is a collarbone. Hmm. And I said, do you know what happens if you break your collarbone? And people was like, Oh, I don't necessarily know. I said, well, guess what? Your arm can't function. Right. Right. I said, that's why it's so important for people to understand what their place is. 
and we get an opportunity to do that. And so if people can understand how valuable they are, if they can understand what their place is and they can operate in their, uh, in their capacity, then if you're the person that helps them do that, man, what a great honor. I mean, you know, and so I just look at me, myself, and Gloria Bound that we get an opportunity to be able to, you know, build people and help them become who God created them to be. And I mean, I just can't think of any paycheck. I can't think of any. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, what's 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 bigger than that? I don't. I don't know. To be able to help somebody to become what God has created them to be. I mean, that's that's a great honor. Well, I mean, the ultimate payday is at the end when you get to hear the sound of someone saying, telling you that, good job, my, my faithful servant. You right, know? right. Uh, and that person, of course, would be God. Um, right, right. And that's why I say with some of the people that even connect with Glory Bound, I say, man, hey, I get to do this and I love it. This is, this is, I feel like this is what God called me to do. God called me and I don't interview and I don't go over there and say, hey, man, listen, hey, come on to us. I just tell them what Gloria Bound is, and somebody say, "Hey, I want to connect with that." Right, and and we just and I and I've just been fortunate to run across great people like yourself, you know, and I doing this podcast. And, you know, I mean, all the people that's exactly, I mean, you know, like now we've got. I mean, I can't remember every single person. I remember. I know I had Ken Wood and mm -hmm. you know Marshall Wilson when we first started out. I've got Fred Mitchell now. I mean, you know, I just think about there's tons of pictures and people who have all been associated the the volunteers and the coaches and the, you know people who brought food and who allowed kids to have rides and you know just people behind the scenes that nobody would know about. I mean, it's 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 been amazing. I didn't know KW was part of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, but you know what's really cool is like even in this podcast uh, deal, we're able to reach more people than just in the community with the ministry part of it. Right. And I think that's really awesome. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of times in the meetings we joke around about you know being able to reach people in, in other countries and things like that, which is it's really really cool. But we never really thought it would go that far. To no. be honest with you, no. no. When we joke about it, it's, it's out of uh, pure surprise. Yeah. We never really thought we'd be able to reach Belgium and be able no, to reach. I'm a hundred percent shocked. I don't. I don't know who's who's out there listening. I don't know how far this is going to go, but all I can say is, wow. That's all I said. Just wow. I don't know. And we appreciate all your support and all those who listen. Uh, and Bobby, man, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to sit down with me and talk and, and let the folks know just exactly. Who you are and what Glory Bound is and what we represent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a great it's a great day. I, I mean, I, I probably say now that the Glory Bound and where it's at. I mean, we've been able to do you know more than than what I've even thought. I wouldn't have thought about this podcast. You know, no. I mean, we just gave out. You know, as far as it goes with graduation. You know, to be able to give out scholarships. This past year that was amazing too. Uh, more than we've been able to give out you know in previous years and so uh our second time doing it so it's i mean it's great i mean to be able to 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 do more than just teach somebody how to do a layup <laughs> hey now real quick once and, and i will have to go but real quick when somebody says to you, Glory Bound is nothing more than a travel ball team. What do you tell them? Because my answer is always shut your mouth. But 
Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't really hear as, as, as much, you know, I really hear more of a question, you know, what, what is, is Glory Bound about? You know, what, oh man, you know, I, you know, I haven't heard about them or I haven't heard about them in a while or something like that. And I, you know, and, and my favorite phrase is, is, is man, I didn't, I didn't even know that y'all was still around. You know, wow. uh, I've heard that, I've heard that before. And what it does is it, it, it it's exciting that God has given me an opportunity to be able to talk about Glory Bound almost 10 years later. Longevity. That's, that's, you great. know, I, I just, to still be able to have that conversation with somebody and say, oh man, let me tell you what it's about. Oh man. Yeah, we got teams. But oh man, we got so much more. Um, and to be able to know for myself that we're not perfect, meaning that we've got it all fine tuned and everything is uh, exactly the way that it should be. Uh, and we don't have any more growth left. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited about today as we sit here and we talk about it, that we're at the biggest growth that we had since we started. It's amazing. With some exciting things that are coming around the corner. And what I love most about it is that it's in competition with nobody. Right. It is only just to be a connection with everybody. It's us versus us. We get better every day. And yeah. the fact that he gives us an opportunity to be able to be servants to those that are around us. Right. No matter what walk of life you come from, no matter what you call your organization, no matter where you serve, if we want, if we can be of any assistance, and we want to do it. Absolutely. You know, uh, and that's what's exciting to me. That is, people come to that. I mean, it's just crazy what things come to, come my way. And instead of saying, nah, we ain't about that, I say, let's let's bring it to the table and we'll talk about it. Let's right. try to figure it out. Is it for the community? Let's do it. Right. Hey, will it help a child? Yes. Will it help a family? Cool. Let's try to figure this out. And that's where you find out who's really about, basically who's about that life. You know what I'm saying? And people that are, they'll put their energy towards it. If you can match it, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's funny when you bring up that, that phrase, you know, who's about that life, because I used to love using that in, a, in another way. Oh, yeah, you ain't about that life. But, yeah, yeah, I want to be about that life. Yeah, that yeah, life. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's amazing. I mean, you know, when people, when people come with ideas, and then you sit down and you try to figure it out like we did with the podcast. You know right. what I'm saying? Was, I mean, it was, it was nothing <laughs> short of a conversation. Oh. And then it was like, I don't know if we could do it. The next thing you know, I think I called you back. I said, hey, man, listen, man, I got this issue. Do you think that you could help me do something to record to get it out there to my coaches? He's like, yeah. Well, I was just thinking about the coaches. Well, you took it and was like, hey, man, I'm just taking this thing to Belgium. I don't know. You know, <laughs> let's, let's see if we can get this thing out there in, in Africa. You know I'm what I'm saying? You, so it's just, it's, it's, it's been great to see, you know, this podcast grow, people connect to it, see you grow right. in, in this. And I mean, it's even grown to such a magnitude now, which I love this, that now you need help. Right. right. Now I you do. need some help. <laughs> I so, do. And so now it's like, well, hey, ministry for a disciple drives you to go get somebody else to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, I'm doing this work. I need to go out and go get some more workers. It gets you excited. I mean, you need to feel what I feel right. because 
When you get to see a child go out there and they make a move or they go out there and they do something that you taught them and the crowd goes wild, they look at you and say, oh, my God. You're like, yeah, man. Hey, you can do it. I do more conversations about, hey, you can do it. God's placed it in you to do it. You just have to have the courage to step out on faith. And this is what this podcast is. We just, you just had the courage. You right. just crazy enough. <laughs> step out on faith. Uh-huh. And, you know, here we are. And so that's that's the best feeling that any CEO man. could ever feel. Well, man, I, I really do appreciate. It. I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate the pep talk. I mean, you've always. You always been there, encourage us. I mean, even when it was a terrible idea, you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're motivated. But let's think about this. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But listen, man, we like to close out every podcast with a prayer. And 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 brother, if you wouldn't mind, I, I, you know, would you lead us in prayer? Oh out of this? man, yeah, I'll be I'll be excited about that. So, um, let's pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, God, Lord, I'm just so thankful that you have called us to uh, a purpose. Lord, and that purpose that you called us to is bigger than ourselves. It, it connects with other people. It connects with a community. It connects with uh, people of other race, races, creeds, color, gender, different parts of the world. Lord, I'm just so thankful that, that we are able to be used by you. Yes, Father. So, Lord, as we get ready to uh, step more into the things that you called us to do. Lord, we pray that, Lord, that we stay focused on the fact that you will receive the glory. And you are the one that started this whole thing in the first place. You're the one who saw a need. Lord, you sent your son to fulfill that need. But we wouldn't even be able to be here if it wasn't for you. We wouldn't even have an opportunity to be uh, in heaven if it wasn't for what you did by sending your son. So, Lord, we just yes, thank you for that because, Lord, he deserves all the praise, honor, and the glory, our yes, Lord and Lord. Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Lord, as we go out and we serve people, Lord, it's not about them seeing us. It's about them seeing you yes, through Lord. us. And, Lord, we pray that, Lord, that everything that we do, that you will be pleased with it. Lord, because that's what it's all about, you saying, well done our good and faithful servant. So let us serve and let us serve well so that you can say well done. Yes, Lord, I pray for everybody that's here uh, on this podcast that gets to hear this, uh, that they will have the courage and they will have just this burning desire to go out and do what you have called for them to do. Yes, because Lord, we only got so much time. And when our time is up, we're going to have to answer the question, did we do what we were created to do? So, Lord, I pray, Lord, that if anybody hears this and says, hey, that's me. I want to go do that thing that God has called me to do. Lord, I pray that strength. Lord, I pray that they find that wisdom in you. And, Lord, that they will cling to you with all their heart, mind, and that's it. I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, Bobby, I appreciate you again. Thank you so very much. And, guys, that is it for us this week. And we appreciate all that listen. And we will see you again next week. Have a great week.